Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson and let's just dig right in here. I want to put a bow on Steelers Falcons. Falcons were awful. Steelers were great. Eh, maybe I should end the podcast right there. I mean, it was almost that cut and dry. I, I just still am baffled that Atlanta wouldn't play Ritter in the first O-line. I mean, with 17 days between now and opening day, they thought they were just fine getting destroyed by a good Steeler team. But anyways, I have lots of random news and notes as well as snap counts. So let's just dig right in. Some of them might overlap. You'll get over it. All good. You probably know this by now, but through the preseason, Pickett has a perfect passer rating. Perfect. Only quarterback that's done that in the league. And is 13 of 15 for 199 yards and two touchdowns. Now, that's not going to keep up at that level, or we just put him right in the Hall of Fame, but <laughs> it's perfect. It's pretty darn good. Landon Roberts is another guy I want to talk about. He had a sack, a tackle for loss, a stop in coverage, and just 10 snaps. And boy, does it seem like he is becoming extremely popular, respected, fits in so well with this organization. Now, I expect him to have a really difficult week one assignment, you know, maybe even outing against Kittle and McCaffrey and Debo, et cetera. But he is a very nice addition. He's one of the free agent additions that I blew off or downplayed a little bit, thinking, ah, he's just a spot guy. He might be better than that. Um, here's a, a just a usage note on Najee. Najee Harris took the field for two plays at a time at most before Warren came in for the third play. So I'm not taking it away from that. We've talked a lot about this rotation. I think it's going to be two-thirds Najee, one-third Warren, and this just happens to fit that exactly. But he never played three plays in a row last night. Eh, take for that what you want. Um, here's a little note, too. Calvin Austin III got more work with the starters. He was the only backup wide receiver to play a snap with the starters against the Falcons. What they do with the starters is very important. He received only two snaps, but still, he included a handoff on an end around, picked up three yards on those. And it's not out of the question. I'm reading this from Pro Football Focus. It's not out of the question Austin takes over for Allen Robinson as a Steelers primary slot receiver at some point this season. I agree with that. It's not out of the question. <laughs> Austin's scary. I mean, it's just, it's not out of the question. Um, the big plays. You guys have all been on tune with the big plays. And if you've listened to this at all, the lack of explosion going into this year was, or from last year, was really bad. Um, so, what's interesting, though, is the big plays have been... One for everybody. I mean, it's Oprah. One for you. One for you. Deontay, Pickens, Robinson, Austin, Fryermuth, McFarland. So, everybody's getting the big plays. You know, Hayward. You know, so I found that aspect of it interesting. The offense produced seven plays of 31 or more yards. Pretty nice. And it was Pickett, the one distributing to all those guys, too. So that's not coming late in games with Rudolph throwing a bomb to Austin against bombs. You know, well, there's been some bombs on the other side, but so be it. Pickett is averaging 13.3 yards per attempt. 
not per completion, per attempt this preseason. That's double his 6.2 yards per attempt from last year. Again, that's not going to keep up. But he's doubling every time he throws a ball. He is doubling the yardage he gets per pass attempt. I think it's interesting, too, that their big plays this week were more reminiscent of last year. They were outside the numbers. You know how critical I've been about, boy, they got to get better down the middle of the field. Well, they've shown that. And that doesn't mean you neglect outside the numbers. So I think it's cool that they're attacking every blade of grass is really what you need. And that is showing for sure. How about this, though, too? I mean, we saw a screen pass. Like, I don't remember a well executed design screen, but they threw a nice screen for Najee that he picked up 16 yards. Just more diversity, you know, more something else to prepare for, for the defense. Um, so here's some, a couple little just nuggets. As you know, the, the top guys were in and out of this, but the, the frontline players that did play more in this game were the back seven. And I'm pretty sure Tomlin even said something along the lines of, we got a lot of new pieces in the back seven. Seven, We really want to stress communication, handing guys off in coverage, being on the same page. It sounds like Robinson or uh, Roberts has a lot to do with that, of course, Minka. But there's a lot of new pieces in the back seven. So playing them a little more certainly made all the sense in the world. Um, also noteworthy with the linebackers, Holcomb and Alexander, both made plays behind the line of scrimmage in the preseason. So you're getting more splash out of that group. I mean, not even close by, you know, so much more. Um, another note, Steelers scored at least 24 points in three of their preseason games. So they've gotten to 24 or more in all three games. They only scored 24 or more in four times all last season. And I'll be honest. I mean, there's all these games. If they wanted to, like last night, they just wanted to get out of the game in the second half. You know, we did what we needed to accomplish. Let's get out of the game. But if they were putting the pedal to the metal a little more, it could have even been uglier, of course. Harvin, punter, all of his punts in the preseason, six of them, they all landed inside the 20. No touchbacks. How about that? It's pretty good. You know, I mean, one of them was a boomer, but most of them were placement punts, high altitude punts. You know, I mean, uh, good hang time punts. So he had a great preseason too. Um, no major injuries, it looks like. You know, the suffered in the preseason. Love it. 17 days to recoup and rest and more importantly, prepare. Uh, a couple more notes I had as well. And then I want to get into snap counts in the second half here. So Rudolph's numbers weren't great, but when you watched it again, he was under a ton of pressure and handled it pretty well. You know, like if you just look at the box score, like, man, Rudolph. Bleh. And I also thought Tanner Morgan has gotten better. I don't know if there's a spot in the practice squad for him or what, or maybe you bring him back next year to camp and see what happens. Maybe hooks on somewhere else, but didn't play poorly. Um, a lot of talk about the whole Warren Najee situation, but I thought Najee looked really good in this game too. His change of direction. He looked very spry, his acceleration, quick, light feet. So I thought Najee had a good game. Very good outing by McFarland as well. 
no question. And of all those other running backs, Valaday looks like the one that's a keeper. Like he's probably your practice squad guy. I think he's done enough. I found it interesting too, and I can't remember if I brought this up last night because it was two in the morning or whatever. But of course, Connor Hayward does it all. I mean, of course. But he had four carries in this game. Like, I think that they might, if Najee Warren McFarlane were to get hurt, they may not even go out on the street and get a running back and just might have Hayward do pure running back things. Not 30 carries a game, but you see what I'm saying? I uh, mentioned some of the protection late was rough, but I thought the team run blocking, especially in the first half of the game, I'll be honest, I mean, the second half of the game doesn't interest me a ton, but the first half of the game in particular, overall, great team run blocking. And I'm talking about Washington and Deontay again and the O-line, of course, but they ran blo- run blocked very well last night. Um, some other guys to talk about on defense, Roche had a really nice sack. Uh, I thought Neil had a really good game. He's going to be a solid contributor, part-time player. Mentioned Roberts, but brings a lot of energy and leadership and toughness. Again, he fits in really well. Um, Mark Robinson, I praised after the Bills game, but I thought he was one of two defensive players that kind of were worrisome, to be honest with you. The other one was Pierre. Uh, Pierre was kind of all over the place and doesn't play the ball particularly well. I assume he's safe, but <laughs> hypothetical, tongue-in-cheek. If the Browns were to release Joe Hayden, I think Pierre would be in trouble. Like, if there's a corner out there to grab, they might do that. Um, nice game by Watts and Fahoko as well. Uh, Fahoko really was a good anchor in the middle of the defense, really hard to move. And I think Manny Jones is a D lineman that we'll see on the practice squad here as well. Um Depth guys in the secondary that are probably practice squatters as well. Kenny Robinson and Thompson. I thought both those guys had strong outings. So they've done enough to be Steelers. Two other um, special teams note. I mentioned Harvin, but Braden Mann had a really nice day punting in this game. Eh, For what it's worth, he's not going to be a Steeler, but maybe if Harvin gets hurt in week six, that's the first guy you call or... Maybe the man's punting for the Cowboys, Bears, or Lions. Who knows? And what about Austin as a punt returner? Like, obviously, he has the job. But is it going to get to the point now? Does he put enough on tape that upcoming opponents in the regular season will punt away from him? I think that's possible. I mean, he can hurt you in an instant. So, all right, I'll be back in a minute. I want to talk about snap counts on offense, defense, special teams. Okay, so the Steelers snapped the ball 68 times on offense. As you would imagine, as this game went, the backup O-line is going to dominate this conversation in terms of snaps, you know, leading the team. And that's exactly what happened. But Kendrick Green was number one, and I thought he played really well, particularly in protection at guard, at right guard. 50 snaps for Kendrick Green out of 68. Uh, Cook, who's mostly been a tackle, 
played guard, 49 snaps for him. So what they're doing here, guys, is obviously if you like Green, you like Cook enough that you still want them around or practice squad or maybe they make the final spot, what else can you do for me? You know, I'm not saying Green's got the team made, but if Cook is pretty decent at tackle, let's see what he can do at guard. Um, Brandon Jones, I'm almost certain when the preseason's over, is number one in terms of snap counts, which is 100% on purpose. He played 47, did well. Spencer Anderson's behind that list too. He had 41. McCollum had 39. Dunkel, 36. But Des Fitzpatrick, I thought, was interesting. He played 35 snaps and has done a couple things on special teams too. And kind of liked him coming out of Louisville. He's a wide receiver, if you don't know. So of the non-linemen, he had the most snaps on offense because I think they want to get a look at him. I mean, I'm not sure that the jury's 100% out on him. 30 snaps for Rodney Williams, who I think is absolutely destined to the practice squad. Move tight end, plays well, helps on special teams. We'll get to that in a minute. But I found this interesting too, that Gentry played 30 snaps, but Washington only played 18. That implies to me that they value Washington more than Gentry and have seen enough. It's just a hunch, you know, like uh, Gentry playing, not double, but noticeably more than the Rook, I think is noteworthy. Defensive snaps. There was 59 possible. Kenny Robinson played 33. He's a perfect guy for that. Muse, again, played 31 as a pure linebacker. And a lot of these guys have shown they have value on defense. They need to prove they have value on special teams, where Muse is the opposite. We know he has value on special teams from an NFL track record. Does he have enough value at linebacker? Well, 31 snaps last night will help you figure that out. The Rook, Porter Jr., 29. Pierre and Thompson, 27. Roche, 26. Sounds like a lot of practice squatters there. Obviously, Porter and Pierre are going to make the team. But those are names to know. They've all done a lot of good things. I always talk about special team snaps in the preseason that they are very, very telling because you only get such a small, limited look at these guys on kickoffs and punts and punt coverage, etc. So there was 13 meaningful special teams snaps. Kiewikowski is the only one that played all 13 and nobody played 12. So I assume that's his last ditch effort is if he's going to, you know, is it him versus Muse, I guess is one of the questions or... Has Kiewikowski done enough to be a great special teamer? Uh, Those 13 snaps might determine that. So Herbig and the Robinsons, Mark and Kenny, each played 11. And Riley played nine. Rodney Williams, who I mentioned, the tight end, did okay on special teams, played nine. So, yeah, Riley played nine. Williams played nine. Herbig, Robinson, Robinson played 11. Kiewikowski played 13. So take away with that what you want. I mean, it obviously was not a super competitive game, but, you know, they're still trying to find things out. All right, guys, uh, everyone have a great weekend. We will talk next week over and out.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.